Fashionistas, it's no secret that I draw blog inspiration from my own life. I'm creating this post from the back of an Uber on my way to the airport. Let's see how much I can remember about travel fashion in the next half hour, or more if my flight's delayed. If there's one thing I know about travel, it's to expect the unexpected. For those of us who need to travel for work, life can be a delicate balance between clothes that look good and clothes that travel well. That gorgeous silk blouse can look like a rumpled mess by the time you arrive at your destination. What is an obviously gorgeous fashion addict to do? Don't worry, you beautiful creature. I've got you covered with my top 10 travel tips. Arrive looking like you never left from head to toe, or if you're working with me, from toe to head. After all, every great look starts at the socks. To that end, always bring extra socks. It's better to have them and not need them than need them and not have them. Even if you're only going on a day trip, make sure there are extra socks in your bag in case the Uber parks too far from the curb and you end up stepping in a puddle. As a rule, multiply the number of days you'll be there by two or three to get the number of extra pairs of socks and underwear you should bring. Seem like overkill? I guess I'm the only one who's ever sat down on a park bench covered in who knows what and decided it was better to burn my clothes than try to save them. Your shoes should be stylish but durable. You're going to be driving, walking, and possibly flying in them. Never wear fabric shoes as they get wet or dirty too easily. Plastics and patent leather are easier to wipe clean. I learned this lesson years ago while working a dog and human show in New York. Never wear shoes with big soles or big dents in the soles. Ugh, you can't get anything out of them. Not mud, not dust, you get the idea. Of course, the opposite is true in winter when you don't want to slip on the cold, hard ground. Nothing says I'm in control like being able to actually navigate in winter without falling on your face. Most of us worry about whether to wear a skirt or pants, and we shouldn't. We should be thinking about fabric, not style. Thick, strong fabrics are much less likely to wrinkle or crease. Stick to wool, denim, or thickly lined chiffon. Think wedding dress, not bikini cover-up. And leave the delicate silk, lace, and polyester blends at home. Please leave the polyester blends at home. If you need medication or any other health products, consider pre-packing them in a go bag so you don't always have to make a list. A small tin or makeup bag can contain nail clippers, a file, painkillers, band-aids, and anything else you may need in a pinch. My go bag has everything I need in it. No more searching frantically on my way out the door and no more forgetting the EpiPen. If you need corrective eyewear, keep your travel glasses or contact lenses pre-packed in your go bag. I keep my travel glasses and a spare pair. The spare pair is last year's glasses, but they work pretty well in a pinch. If you wear contact lenses, always keep a spare pair of glasses in case your contacts need to be taken out or damaged or you get hit by a sandstorm while shooting couture in Giza. Nobody wants a literally blind stylist. Save time at the airport by putting any electronic devices or metal items in a clear bag. Some famous fashionistas even take it one step further and put everything in a clear bag if it's not in their suitcase. No waiting for them. You can find some pretty cool clear plastic bags and they're also really great for bad weather when it starts to rain or anything like that. Dress in a lot of layers. Put on every layer of your clothing, knowing that it may have to be worn on its own or taken off if the temperature changes, even your undergarments. I can't count how many times I've gone from an overheated car to a tepid airport straight into a freezing cold plane that landed in a burning hot airport and then had to go swimming, which is why I do tend to wear a bathing suit rather than underpants under my clothes. 
Layers can save your life. Lots of shops and brands come out with outfits that do double duty, like sports bras you can swim in, vests that can be worn as tank tops, coats with liners that zip out, etc, etc. So definitely check those out. I have a lot of posts about clothes that are convertible on my Instagram and on my website, www.okviola.com. Get ready when you arrive, not before you leave. Leave very late or very early. Not only will you save money on airfare by booking the red-eye flight, you'll look a lot more put together with some extra time to get ready. Rather than budgeting extra time to get dressed and do my makeup, I start my trip early and budget extra time at the destination. Even if your room isn't ready, most hotels can accommodate you with a well-lit bathroom or changing area. Early morning arrivals often get an early check-in if the hotel isn't too full. Unless you're Taylor Swift, the paparazzi aren't watching. So don't feel ashamed to make yourself comfortable while traveling. Cozy stuff is a must for the avid traveler. Kick off your shoes and slip into your fuzzy socks or bunny slippers. Bring a pillow and blanket. Explore your seat to see if it lays down. Your seat is your home for the next possibly several hours. So make it feel like home. Annoying seatmate, jerk traveler, not on your trip, baby. I once had to travel overnight to NYC. There was one seat left beside a <clears throat> gentleman who complained that he doesn't like girls who take up too much space. I asked him to move so that I could sit with my boyfriend and gestured to a random hottie in the next row. My quote, boyfriend and I got the seats and we had eight hours to get to know each other. So it worked out really well. The reverse also works. A few years later, I was flying home and had already settled into my seat when a woman got onto the plane insisting that I had taken her seat. She was really yelling too and becoming adamant, like angry. But I had already put all of my stuff away and my, my bags were stowed in the overhead compartment. I really didn't want to get up. But I did have a window seat and hers was on the aisle. So I'm gonna assume that's why she was so adamant that our seats had been switched. She just really wanted the window seat. So I looked over at, you know, quote, my seat, the one that she was supposed to be sitting in and uh, thankfully saw an extremely attractive man sitting there. He's wearing big headphones and looked generally good at ignoring people and like a good flyer. So I was like, are you sure this is your seat? Are you sure you don't want to sit beside him? And she looked over and saw him and was like, oh yeah, that is my seat. I totally mean it. So everyone was happy. When all else fails, remember that the trip is part of the destination and even your worst experiences will become some of your best stories later. Even that story about the crazy dude on the bus who was like, I don't like women who take up space and I don't like women who talk too much and I don't, I, I'm pretty sure he just didn't like women. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> But even that type of story becomes one of your best stories and you will laugh about it later on. Traveling is a great way to get out of your social bubble, obviously when the pandemic is over. Meet and talk to people you might never have met at home. Many of my favorite people were found and met on planes, trains, and those endless hours of conversations when a vehicle breaks down or when you're stuck in an elevator or stuck on a flight of stairs. When you get there, remember, you've also been everywhere in between. Get out your boarding pass and have have a fantastic Friday. Thanks for listening.